Welcome back to another edition of Birds of a Feather, the Shigirl AJ Suburban Princess, updating you on the latest rumors that have developed since. Hallelujah! Carson Wentz is back to the Eagles nest. He has been officially cleared as of Monday. Um, he can now do, uh, he can get contact now, direct contact, which is good for him. But the problem we have now is, especially since Foles is now officially demoted back to backup QB, Foles had issues with throwing the ball because nobody got open. So what are we going to do for Carson? They're going to look for some players. This week, it looks like Howie's got a big job on his hands, considering the limited budget that he has in terms of salary. There are already a lot of things moving around in place as it is. And it looks like my favorite, DeAndre Carter, has been waived. And now they moved up Josh Adams, who is another local prodigy, uh, to running back. So hopefully Corey Clement won't have to stomach too many carries if Wentz never gets open uh, within the first half of the game. So it looks like they're just kind of playing you know, name games basically for the, for the week as they practice for this Colts one o'clock game. I'm just nervous for, for uh, Wentz only because, yes, Mike Miss made a good point today on the radio show that he does hold the ball sometimes when he's not sure. No different from Nick, but the difference with Nick is sometimes in a split decision, Nick decides to check down so he doesn't get an interception. Uh, Wentz is probably more guilty of letting balls sail in the past and also kind of just you know, running the risk of running himself if he he doesn't see anybody open at the last minute. That's the difference between him and Nick. Whereas Nick did a couple run plays for the last game, but it just seemed like the main issue was Nick didn't see anybody open. And then when he did, he missed them because he either got sacked or he had already thrown the ball and checked it down and didn't get any progress out of it. So I'm just glad for Corey Clement because I think this will mean more of him since Sproles is still recovering from an injured hamstring. And uh, hopefully if Jason Peters decides to stay in for a whole game, depending on how his quad feels, um, Carson will still have protection from his bodyguard. Now we wanna keep Carson upright, but we also wanna make sure Carson has no excuse to have to run every freaking play until they get Alshon Jeffrey back. And until then, you can't expect Aguilar to catch every single ball either. So we have issues with consistency and reliability with the wide receivers that are left. Um, I'm not really worried as much as just intrigued as to how creative Doug will be this week because last week he showed he got a little scrambled and not only him but the defense fell through at the last minute because Jim Schwartz didn't want to blitz. So it seemed like even when there was some breakthroughs, it wasn't enough to get them over the hump. But as I rewatch the Super Bowl 52 DVD again, I'm reminded that they lost week two this time last year as well. And the difference was they did have Carson Wentz they just didn't have a good scheme to overpower Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. So this week, week three starts with the Colts. And I'm glad because not only is Andrew Luck back, but with Carson Wentz back, both quarterbacks coming back from major injuries. Um, it's good to see, you know, familiar faces back into the fold. I don't know how Colts defense is or offense is, but I know that T.Y. Hilton is a big threat. And since Jalen Mills, has decided to fight off Twitter trolls as opposed to worrying about how he's going to cover when it comes time for his number to be called. I'm just praying that him and Malcolm Jenkins get on the same page this week and that uh, Rodney McLeod and um, Sidney Jones get to display some uh, quality tackles. I'm hoping Rod uh, Ronald Darby as well will learn to get the tackleitis out of him and just run running over as many people as he can to stop them. They got to use their whole body sometimes. And I think, you know, yes, it's very easy for us to criticize if we're not on the field for every down. But 
the defense has stepped up in so many ways last year that you just always question when the times they decide to pull back or don't tackle or get out of position. So we'll see what happens this year, this week. And I hope uh, Schwartz tries a different scheme and if not, learns to improvise by the next half so that it doesn't look like he's not thinking well on his feet. I can see why Jim Schwartz, even though he's a good defense coordinator, I can see why he's never been a head coach. I think maybe he did not master both sides of the ball. And so therefore he kind of left himself open in Detroit. And with Detroit not looking any better, it seems like he didn't really leave a lot behind. I just feel bad that LeGarrette Blunt is spending his last part of his career there because apparently he just apparently got into some squabble last week with uh, somebody on the team. And so now he's been sidelined for it for some reason. I think it was an injury, but I'm not sure. Um, kind of fuzzy on those details, but I miss LeGarrette Blunt being here. Him and Kenyon Barter helped when they needed to help. And yes, listening to Mikey, you would think that nobody's good enough anymore after a certain age, but I still think LeGarrette Blunt had a lot in him. And I think that Corey's going to show the world why he is not only just a rookie that won his first ring in his first year, but he's also worthy of uh, being a stable face in the running backs group. So I'm praying that maybe if they do have Wendell Smallwood back in the plans, he'll only just be the punt return guy because I really don't see him breaking tackles, which is why I assume they, they bumped Josh Adams up because he's a big back as well. And I'm hoping that he will kind of be a, I don't know, doublehead monster for the running backs if the tight ends don't come through again. And I'm hoping Dallas Goddard gets some balls this weekend. And I hope that he actually gets his first TD this weekend because maybe Doug can kind of play around with the scheme to the point where maybe he gets more touches and maybe Zach won't feel as pressed. Um, I know last week the problem with him and Foles was that Foles didn't see him when he was open. And then when he did see him, it really didn't lead to much yardage. And then Zach did kind of short um, his catches for the first downs and cost a couple yards. But, you know, sometimes when you're out of sync, it doesn't matter. Even your best tight end cannot know where he is. And that happens every now and then. I don't blame Zach for that because he's made up for all the years that he wasn't effective within the last couple of years, especially in the Super Bowl. So he, to me, is one of the stellar tight ends out there right now. And he has every right to every now and then have a mind fart. But I think it really does come down to the quarterback. And hence the reason why it's not only wonderful that Wentz is back to ignite this team, but hopefully go back to hiding all the errors that Doug sometimes shows in his play calling that Wentz can kind of hide being the magician that he is on the field. So now I'm already prepared mentally to be let down with the first half of this game because they always do start slow, but you have to consider Wentz has not played in real game time. So he may be a little off and he probably will throw an interception. And I only think that just because he's eager to throw the ball deep because he knows that's not what Nick is good at. Um, it was a rare time for Nick to throw it in the Super Bowl, but I also think he also had Alshon to kind of cover where he was short and pick him up. So some of these receivers aren't sure of that type of spacing with Nick. So that's probably why a lot of them didn't get open or when they did, they weren't seen because he had to make a quick decision. And so I'm just hoping the chemistry returns with the Wentz, but we have to hold our horses because even though it's the Colts, we also should have won that game last week. So I'm thinking once you switch quarterbacks, you kind of have to get used to the chemistry again. It's another adjustment period. So maybe between now and the fourth week and way before the bye, um, we'll see Wentz in full form by week five. So just be patient. I know this weekend is not something people want to hear. But we also thought it was going to be an easy win with the Bucks, and look where that went. I never think every week is, is going to be easy because you never know what kind of team is going to show up, especially when they're going through these 
you know, changing, changing of the guard so quickly. So I'm never expecting much. I expect to win, but I won't be disappointed if they lose. Um, I said 11 and five for the season record. Um, I don't think they're going to get a home field advantage this year only because there's just, there's too many targets on their back and there's too many competitions. There's too many people coming back from injuries like they were. So it's not going to be as easy to, uh, get home field advantage throughout the playoffs this year. But then again, I'm not worried about that. Honestly, after London, it's going to be pretty much a crapshoot. Um, I'll be interesting to see how the Eagles play the Titans, because even though the Titans may not be that great, I think they're competitive. And um, regardless of whether Mariota is actually going to be quarterbacking that game, I still am a little scared of the Titans. So you just never know on any given week in the NFL what teams are going to show up. So let's just be thankful for Wentz, but let's also just keep in mind Wentz has not played since last December. So keep that in mind, kids. Celebrate it. Watch all the clips. Lord knows I've been retweeting all the reminiscent Wentz play from last year. And like I said, I'm watching the Super Bowl DVD now as I prep my dinner. But just keep in mind that slow and steady does win the race in certain paces. So just keep your hands, you know, behind your back and just stop worrying and, or should I say, Cross your fingers. <laughs> That's what I meant. Cross your fingers and just hope and pray that once can kind of step right back into his zone, if not recover quickly so that the game doesn't get lost before we can save it. And then just pray that the defense gets back on their, their regular play. We just want everybody to take off the mask and look in the mirror and say, I know what I'm capable of. I got a ring to prove it. But you face different teams this year, so it's a different game every week. So... Let's just pray our birds get it together and we don't risk any further injuries at this point and just keep everybody's heads calm and just pray we have a nice fun weekend to watch and enjoy another one o'clock game. That's all I got to say for now. Hopefully by the end of the week, we'll know who our total wide receiver core will be and just pray that uh, once again, Doug keeps his head on straight. Jim Schwartz livens it up a little bit and we can enjoy another week of Eagles football. E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. It's your girl, AJ, the Suburban Princess, Birds of Feather. I'm out. Thanks for listening.